You're listening to XOXO by The Knot, a new podcast exploring love in real life. On the show today, you'll meet Kaylee and Russell Dickerson, who married on May 5th, 2013. Today, Kaylee and Russell spend a lot of time traveling around the U.S., with Russell performing at sold-out shows and Kaylee capturing it all from behind her lens. They've been a power couple for years, supporting each other and growing together. But before Russell was selling out stadiums, he and Kaylee were newlyweds, just trying to pay the bills and pursue their dreams. This is their story. So it was on Cinco de Mayo, 5-5. We just kind of rolled with that theme. Like when we were meeting with our caterer, I was like, something super Southern, but also like kind of festive towards Cinco de Mayo. So we had these like barbecue brisket taco things that were just crazy. Margarita machine, Dos Equis, like that was the reception. And it was just like, I wanted people to rage. Let's start at the beginning. How did you two meet? We don't remember meeting, yeah, we to be honest. Don't. Super romantic, right? Yeah, our story's pretty gradual, you know. There's not like this, oh my gosh, she's the one. Yeah. It was just like, like, oh, this girl's super cool. And like, we were dating other people. And those relationships ended, but we were all like in the same friend group. So it was just like, we were all hanging out together. We got to know each other super organically. There was never like... I mean, there was obviously a first date, but it wasn't like this, uh, you're hot, we should go out moment, <laughs> you know? That wouldn't have worked on Right, yeah. I, I would have failed miserably. We wouldn't be here right now if that was the case. So, no, but it, it was just like, it was so organic and normal and real and just natural. So I love this story because it's similar to how my husband and I met. And looking back, I went on so many first dates, trying my hardest to be not only the best version of myself, but the version of myself that would appeal most to the guy I was dating. Like, yeah, I love hockey, a big hockey girl over here. And I've never seen hockey. Don't care to. But there's something really great about being your most authentic self, warts and all, and later falling for the other person. And I highly recommend that route instead of forcing yourself to watch hockey games for hours on end. I remember him even asking me for dating advice. Like, that's how good of friends we were. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. I thought I was going to marry who I was dating from high school into college. And so we were, there was just no pressure. We were ourselves. And so when we did start dating, there was a lot at stake. I think it wasn't something that could fail and we'd be okay. It was like I would be losing someone who's really special to me. So... The stakes were pretty high. (laughs) It's true. They were. And so it was it was a little tricky going from friends to more. But it happened pretty seamlessly. Similar timing. It wasn't like one of us liked the other one before or after. It was Mm -hmm. was just like, hey, I just want you around uh, all the time. I think that means something. And then we made out. And then we made out (laughs) after a graduation party. Yeah, it was hot. (laughs) Just on the side of a house, just making out. <laughs> yep. And then we started dating. Yeah, we did. We dated for what two total? Two. We broke up for one month mm-hmm. because I was a complete idiot. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna do this music thing, and like, sorry, I'm just gonna go be a, I'm just gonna be a rock star on the road. Uh-huh. I was like, have fun. As I as I played for 15 people a night. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's kind of true. And then I started dating other people and he was like, oh, whoops. I was like, ooh, don't like that. Uh, let me get my life together real quick. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I called her on Thanksgiving Day and I told her that I was thankful for her while we were broken up. And I told him, you're confusing. Yeah. And then we ended up getting back together and dated for another year. year. Yeah. And then I proposed February 3rd, 2013. Then we were married May 5th, 2013. Three months later. Three months later, not podcast listeners. Three. <laughs> I um I planned my wedding in seven weeks. Hey, <gasps> let's so, go. It's the way to go. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Um, See, I listeners? Don't, <laughs> I don't recommend it if you have like particulars. Right. You, right. you guys could probably pull it off. You had a lot more connections than <sighs> I mean, would. honestly, at that point, no. no. Yeah, no one <laughs> no gave one... a crap. No one knew. No one knew. Only we industry were. people that were there were like our agent, and I don't even know if your management. I don't. Was yeah, there. I don't even know who. <laughs> like, like we had, we had so little going on. Yeah, it was. It was a time. It was a time to be a Dickerson. But uh, but yeah, I mean, three months. We we just like you said, like a lot of if people have a ton of specifics, like they've dreamed of getting married at this certain venue or dreamed of having this exact dress. You know what I mean? Like, of course, take your time. But we were just like, we just want to be married. We just want to go on our honeymoon, you know, and it's just like, I don't know. It was just this. Let's just who cares? Let's just do it. Yeah. Not get it done, but like. No. Yeah. I. It, it's I mean, true. We really did Kaylee dream of being married. Yeah. It, like I. I'm the only girl of six kids. And so I knew being the only girl, it was going to become a very big thing. Like this is the girl wedding. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't want all that pressure. I was like, I just want it simple. And I knew the longer it would go, the more complicated it would get. Mm -hmm. The more I would change my mind on details, not who I was marrying, but like what color dress I wanted. And, and we didn't have a lot of money. So my dresses, I bought them all for my bridesmaids from Target. Like I spent $300 on flowers. I spent all of our money that I had on our photographer and videographer because mm -hmm. that's what I care about. Straight up. I'm so glad Kaylee brought this up because it's a question we get asked a lot at The Knot. Like I have a small budget. Is it worth it to book both a photographer and a videographer? And the most popular vendor for couples to book is a photographer, but I cannot recommend a videographer enough. The day truly is such a blur. I know everyone says that, but it's true. And that video is so clutch. I've watched my wedding video more times than I can count. And here's a life hack. Whenever I'm mad at my husband, I watch our wedding video and then I instantly forget why I was mad at him. We didn't have the money and I also didn't care. I was like, this will be pretty and it'll be simple and... I'm going to be married to you. Yeah, so that's it. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah. <laughs> I dipped her and there was all, it, you know, that was, that's the focus of the picture, not the flowers and everything. And it was all our family and friends were there. We had a, we had a trolley afterwards. That was one of my favorite parts. Same. Like all of our, we had a party trolley. And so I was new to this whole Wisconsin type wedding type <laughs> of where you where have I'm the from. wedding at like one. And then the reception at six mm -hmm. or whenever, you know, like there's a huge gap. So people go home, I guess. In Wisconsin, or, they usually go or, to the bar. That's, but yeah, okay. Yeah, like so, it's, it's an all day event, which yeah, in the South, people's loved. weddings were at like six. And I'll, I was like, I don't want to spend my day with my bridesmaids. I want to spend my day with my husband. 
Yeah. So we on the dance floor. Yeah. So we got married at one, and then did a cake reception because we had an open ceremony. So there were six hundred people there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got on a trolley, and that's my favorite because it was my family, his family, bridesmaids, groomsmen, yeah, and like that's it only. And I feel like most weddings. Brides and grooms, they don't get to spend intimate time all of those people. Mm-hmm. Like, I spent time with my girls, and you spent time with your boys. Mm-hmm. But we got to all be together for the photos, and for a good two or three hours, we all just, like, hung out. You guys drank beer on the trolley. Yeah, we We just took like, fun photos. It was relaxed. We weren't like, rush, 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 here. Yeah. It's like, everybody's waiting to eat. And like, hurry up and walk in. Yeah. You know, it's like, we had, however, what, a few hours between and we took the trolley to where we took our engagement pictures and that's a whole another fun story um but like yeah we just got to take our time we had some coolers on there some champagne and beer and just like enjoyed that time with our closest people it was so awesome Mm -hmm. so tell me about the engagement pictures (laughs) well uh (laughs) it's all good now because well i'll i'll tarantino it okay so well, Tarantino tells the end. So the end is we actually did end up meeting these people, and they're very kind and lovely, but that was at our wedding. So at the engagement pictures, we both, us and our photographer both, had this this field in mind. We were like, this is exactly where we want to go. And we literally just hopped the fence. It's right on two very busy streets in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And we just hopped the fence, and we just like spent an hour and a half out in this field yeah we we're just like hey hopefully they they won't either shoot us or they'll like us and we'll be good so we did yeah we just went and shot these engagement photos in this big old cow pasture with this huge tree it was i mean turned out awesome it was but then beautiful. so then in our at our wedding we were what were we doing they literally like walked oh no oh this is it you can you want to tell it no i mean yeah we the first, the first time we hopped, it's a huge yard, mind you, and in like a mansion. Oh, okay? it's like so it's like five hundred acres. People probably don't even live in this house. We're like, no one's gonna know we're here. It was just the three of us. But for some reason, on our wedding day, we thought a giant red trolley with thirty people would still go unnoticed. Yeah, this is our personality. <laughs> we're like, we're it'll like, be fine. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll we'll do we'll do this crazy idea, and we'll figure it out. So we're all walking up and. What I didn't think through are like at the time my parents were in their 60s. We didn't think of them hopping a fence. And I was like, and they're in dresses. I'm like, um, I don't know how we thought this was going to go. And no joke, as we're walking up, a lady comes pulling up in a car. And we're like, we could either get in trouble oh right God, now we're... or they're going to be nice. And she was like, oh, come on in. I'll give you the gate code. <laughs> like, the gate code. <laughs> like she had this gorgeous gravel long road mm. with tree, like a tunnel of trees above it. It was beautiful. Yeah. And so she just. Made it happen. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. That's so the South, too. Yes. Come true. on oh, in. Man. But the South, they might have a Like, you, you can know? pillage our entire property, but come on come in. Come on in. Betty just cooked up a bunch of okra. <laughs> so tell me about the rest of your wedding. So, what was the reception like? Oh. Were the guests this is... all drunk from being at the bar all day? Or? No. 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 Well, the, yeah. No, they weren't. But. We had, so it was on Cinco de Mayo, 5-5, and we just kind of rolled with that theme. Like, when we were meeting with our caterer, I was like, something Southern, super Southern, but also, like, 
kind of festive towards Cinco de Mayo. So we had these like barbecue brisket taco things that were just crazy. Margarita machine, Dos Equis, like that was the reception. And it was just like, I wanted, I wanted people to rage, not like alcohol rage, not like get hammered, but like dance party. So, I mean, as soon as we got in there, we sat down, we ate a quick bite, quick toast. Honestly, that wasn't, we didn't spend a lot of time on the toasts. Mm-mm. Um, daddy, daughter, son, mother dance. And then it literally, I told the DJ, I was like, as soon as we're done, Whitney Houston dance with somebody, boom, hit it. And literally as soon as we did, everyone got up out of their seats and it was just a dance party for the rest of the night. That's the, that's the secret song guys. Yeah. Pick dance Ooh. with somebody as your I, first dance yep. for everyone to mm-hmm. hit the dance floor. Because Phil took that page out of our book. Yeah, and friends. same thing. Yep. Whitney Houston Dance with Somebody is the is the song to get people on the dance floor. Everybody knows it, old and young. Yep. Everybody loves it and wants to get down to it. That was apparently Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's See? Song. See? They, they copied us too, babe. They did. Well they were probably Meghan like Markle and Phil Lawson. I wanna dance with somebody. <laughs> so I wanna back up and talk about where this was all held. You said, mm-hmm. so where was the ceremony? At my dad's church. Mm-hmm. So he's he's the music pastor at Woodmont Baptist in Nashville. So it's this, that's why we moved to Nashville in, I was 10 years old. So he's been at that church ever since. Um, Yeah, I mean, I grew up in that church and no, yeah. you know what I mean? There's, it was 300 cap and it's it was at, it's like without what chairs. was it called? Houston Station is what it it's no longer even RIP. in Nashville as a venue, but Chris and Cavalieri had hers there right mm-hmm. after us. Also copied us. Everyone's getting inspiration. From I know, you guys. Jeez, I know. Um, no, so I I really wanted to do the ceremony at the reception place so people didn't have to move or leave. And and I got the list from his dad. I'll never forget. And it was over three hundred people, just for like his side. And I was like, okay, we're not going to be able to do it here. Yeah. So so we based on capacity. And that it was free. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah. I mean, month. it was gorgeous, though. Totally. Like really huge vaulted ceiling. But that's like both of our family. Like she has a huge family. Yeah. I basically have a huge family. All my, I mean, between extended family and friends, we're just like, yeah, bring everybody. Like oh, yeah. that's, that's our personality. Kid. It's just like, bring, yeah, everybody. Just come on. The number of people at our <laughs> showers that I met. They were like, I yeah. used to babysit Russell. I used to babysit Russell. I right. babysat Russell. And yeah. I was like, who didn't who babysit did? this kid? Who raised you? <laughs> How many babysitters did you have to go through? All of them. All <laughs> it's of them. mostly because like, his parents were always at church. And so. Yeah. Like just to watch him, watch me for like the service time. Like they yeah. would go to church and then come back or they would be traveling that weekend and I'd be at Aunt Jane's house or whatever, you know, like <laughs> Aunt Jane raised me pretty much too. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, it was that was that's just our that's our spirit is just come one, come all. And that I love that we that we did get to have a big ceremony. And it it, was, it wasn't that crazy, you know, like it was just, you know, you see a few people. But then we had the, the after the afterwards was the planning part mm-hmm. where a lot of planning came in. Mm-hmm. My mom and I knocked it out, crushed it. And my and I feel, yeah, like my family did a lot of the the. Immediate reception that was yeah. gorgeous. Which I didn't know anything about that kind of a thing. So we we both kind of brought in our own understandings mm-hmm. of weddings. Yeah, that's so true. I brought in the one o'clock, take the break, have plenty of time for pictures, hanging out, and then 
the reception and the southern thing, right? Is the cake reset or is that like a pastor's kid thing? I don't really know. I don't know. It was it was more of a way just to to celebrate with the, those six hundred yeah people out there, you know. And fortunately, his aunts knew how to do that. There was yeah, like a whole they candy bar, crushed. A, a cake. I mean, there was all these things. I had no mm-hmm. idea they were a guitar cake. Care of. Yeah, crazy. Wait, how many desserts did you have? Um, Thousands. Uh, but, yeah, like we didn't. I didn't even know but that at the was re- all happening. At the reception, we did. We did nothing but cakes. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. We did. Ooh, nope, nope, nope. We tasted those. No, we didn't. We did Gigi's cupcakes from Nashville. That's what we did. We did little cupcakes. I'm mm. not a big sweets person, so Ooh, I um, ideally I would have done like cookie dough, but that's a weird thing to serve people. That's the only dessert I <laughs> and a had. health hazard, <laughs> yeah, but not really. <laughs> I, they sell it now that it's yeah. I have to now they do. I have to say that the FDA made me. Oh, okay. Thanks for looking out for us. I've grown up eating it. I've never gotten sick. Yeah, oh. me neither. No one has. No. Someone will now. I know. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> we are not held responsible. Hey, I gave my FDA <laughs> disclaimer, so I'm, my hands are clean. So, Kaylee, you mentioned the photographer and videographer were your big focus from a budget perspective. What was the other like biggest, most important thing to you about the day? Honestly, just that. I, I didn't care much about. I wanted someone there to be sure it was all going smoothly so that I wasn't thinking like, about details I didn't want to be thinking about something so I had my brother's best friend's wife she's very organized and on top of things mm-hmm. and they'd done this and for not other afraid people. to be blunt yeah and be like nope it's time to go and yeah. no like she treated it almost like a tour manager now like we were taking pictures at the cake reception mm-hmm. and she was like all right this is Russell and Kaylee's last photo they have to leave like mm-hmm. sorry love yeah me. and she kept us moving so that was nice um Trying to think, what else? We had a free DJ. I mean, we we really. I know, like the the DJ went to my dad's church forever, and you know it was as like his gift to us, yeah. which was like the sweetest thing ever. And he crushed it. Yeah, he was amazing. Like brought his own lights and everything. Shout out Johnny B. <laughs> and then the food we did the tacos because they were cheap. It was like eleven dollars a yeah. head or something. Yeah. Like it was it was just more about the party for us. It, it was, was more about the hang and the experience of just like And the people. We wanted and- more people at our reception, which meant we couldn't afford to impress them with a steak dinner or like the people were what mattered. To right, us. yeah. Not not the fine not what china. They ate. Yeah. I'm like if they eat chicken and vegetables, they're not gonna remember it. Yeah. Which anyone who knows us knows that that's our vibe anyway. It's yeah. not like we're not trying to prove anything. We just want to hang out with you and have yeah. a good time and eat some eat some cheap fajitas and drink some margaritas, margaritas. from a machine. <laughs> that sounds perfect. Yeah, yeah, it was. It really was. Did you guys do a first look? No. No. We did a we did a first prayer. Yeah, we did. We did it like back to back like holding hands. We were sitting outside cuz it was a beautiful May day mm-hmm. and just had a a quick little prayer, hold held hands, and just kind of prayed over the day in our marriage, and pray it didn't rain. <laughs> yeah, it was hundred percent chance. But no, we wrote. Did we read notes? No, yeah. we exchanged notes, mm-hmm. and we read them yeah. back to back, and then you prayed, and then. Yeah. So he was already sitting down with his back towards me, and I walked out looking down, so I couldn't see him, and I turned around and faced the other way, so we were we couldn't see each other. Yeah. Yeah, so he saw me for the first... That was important to me. I wanted it to be walking down the aisle Mm -hmm. when he first saw me. Did you cry? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. It was yeah. so sweet. So easy for me to cry. I mean. He's tender. Yeah. Yeah. And did you write your own vows or do traditional? We did traditional vows. We, yeah. But we exchanged like letters before the before the wedding. It was actually pretty cool. My brother. So my brother's a pastor. We have a lot of pastors in our family. And he was just kind of giving us our options. So his dad and my brother both married us, which was pretty unique mm-hmm. uh, because rarely does the person officiating know both of the people their entire lives. Mm-hmm, yeah. So that was really special. Like day one knew us, loved us. Um, and so my brother was saying, he's like, I lend and lean towards traditional vows because 90% of the people in the room that have been married have already said those same things. And as you're saying them, you're reminding them what commitments they've mm-hmm. made to each other. And he's like, I think it's really powerful for the other people in the room. Mm-hmm. I and that. I was like, I want to do that. I want mm-hmm. anyone who's made those vows to remember why they did and mm-hmm. hold their spouse's hand maybe for the first time in a long time. Or I think I think that's a really cool way to look at it. So, And it took the pressure off of the vows having yeah. to write them. Oh, I definitely would have cried then. Oh, yeah, that would have been. Jeez. I, we kind of wrote our vows in those letters. It was more private. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to do this and this, and mm-hmm. you mean this to me. It was more private. Yeah, I love how, so the flow was, again, her brother, her oldest brother, and mm-hmm. my dad. So dad kind of took over the more traditional wedding things, like yeah. the exchanging of the rings, right? Yeah. And, the, and then Casey, or maybe Casey was the rings. He, but but Casey kind of did this like mini sermon, which was actually awesome. Like afterwards, all of our all of our friends were like, uh, took some notes during <laughs> during yeah. the sermon. It was awesome, and so it that that was really cool too. And then and then Dad took over again of the of the officiating more officiating yeah, he, part. He said, and, "I now pronounce, pronounce you." Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So it was cool. Did you have a registry? Oh, here we go, not listeners. Y'all are about to get some knowledge. I want to hear about the gifts. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I actually love talking about this. One of the things I think that I'm really glad we registered for, we did Honey Fund. Oh, my gosh. Uh, It entirely paid for our honeymoon. Mm -hmm. We are not sponsored by these people. No. Um, We were just the brokest we've ever been Mm -hmm. and wanted to have a honeymoon. And we were like, based on how much people give... We can decide if we get to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, backstory, I got dropped the day we got back from our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So I, my, yeah, as a songwriter. So I had a annual income, you know, month to month, had a paycheck as a songwriter. And then literally the week we got back is when I got dropped. So needless to say, we were. Scraping. Strapped for cash. Scraping. Buttons. But Honey Fun was so awesome because we got to book like the most bomb honeymoon and like just we, we did all inclusive excellence. It was just like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We went to we went to Cancun. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> See you there. No, but it was like we, we were just able to like go from wedding bliss to honeymoon bliss. You know, continue it on for another week, which I think is was so awesome. Just to just that that whole season was just madness. I really stand by all inclusive. Yes, because I was so tired of meeting people with large amounts of checks. Like 
and just tired of paying for everything and worrying about budget. And if we would have gone straight into a vacation where we're sharing funds for the first time and Mm -hmm. should we buy the bottle of wine? Should we get the steak? Right. It just took it off the table and it was so much easier to celebrate. I think and you're not worried about finances the first week you're married. Like, right. I I think all inclusive is the way to go. I will 100% back that up because we just went again and, Mm -hmm. you know, we now being where we're at, you know, we're always at a, we always, you know, we're always on the road. So we're always eating at some restaurant, hopefully getting some decent dining. And it's like, oh, well, do we get this bottle of wine or should we go a little more? Should we do a little of this? Maybe don't. Maybe we should share. Maybe what? But all inclusive is like you wake up and it's like, I want some lobster tail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like you won't you don't do that if it's not yeah. you're not going to go to the steakhouse, whatever, if you have to pay for each lobster. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so it's it's just like freeing, really. You don't have to yelp anything. You don't have to look up reviews. You just go take one bite if you hate it go to the next restaurant you know it's right across the right across the hall yeah all inclusive we did our registry at bed bath, bath and beyond oh this is what this is what i'm this is the story i'm talking about because they're probably going to kill us for <laughs> podcasting. How, i don't know if you can do it anymore though this is like five years ago it's how we survived because <sighs> We registered for a bunch of things, a bunch of things, but yeah, well, there were just, there was just a few things that we did not, a few things that we ended up not needing. And so we returned them and they have a great return policy. Yeah. So we returned them and with that store credit, again, don't hold us to this, but, (laughs) and if you work for Bed Bath & Beyond, we're sorry and we love you. We returned, what should we say? How, I mean- we returned thirty five hundred dollars worth of merchandise, and we turned around and bought Visa gift cards with that. Yeah, and it's how <laughs> we survived. It's literally life hack of the century. Well, that and year, I'm sorry. You look at our tax returns, which I don't know if that's like public record or not. That's literally probably half. We made twelve thousand dollars that year. Yeah. So, because he had just lost his publishing deal, I was full time nanny, photographer, videographer, but still kind of just mm-hmm. getting going. That was like one third of our annual income. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, that's all we had. And so we didn't really have an- Groceries. We didn't have an option. (laughs) And we did. We're not going to Aldi. We're going to Publix, baby. (laughs) Yeah. So I think the things that we registered for that I'm obsessed with are- Vitamix. Our Vitamix. 100%. Changed our lives. Uh, Le Creuset mm-hmm. is one of the fa- my favorite things that we own. Mm-hmm. And what I wish we would have registered for, I don't think it even existed, is our Innova CV. Mm-hmm. We're obsessed with that thing. Yeah. Which isn't crazy. It's like a hundred. No, it's just a tidbit. If yeah. you're registering, get yourself one. If you're not a good cook, get yourself one. Yes. If you don't cook, that then exactly. You also, need this. Also, still not sponsored. But we're into it, Innova, if you would like <clears throat> to. Yeah. We mm-hmm. have given a thousand of these away, I'm yeah, pretty sure. That's like Not all really, of our Christmas gifts. It is. Um Yeah, I mean, I use the Vitamix. I do bulletproof coffee every morning, so that's my jam. Uh and then I'll make like a green smoothie. So I use the Vitamix like crazy. Um yeah, that's, that's, ma- most, that's mainly what we use it for. That's I, our most used. Yeah, and we we splurge. We got the biggest, baddest one. Always go 
biggest, baddest. It's a hard pill to swallow purchasing that thing, but it's yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, lifetime warranty. What else? You're really passionate about. Oh man, I know. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, like we we love food and wine and like that whole kitchen experience. We because that's like I said, like our life is on the road. Maybe get a date night at a random. Bob's Steakhouse down the road, <laughs> or like Logan's. I don't know. Yeah. No, and, not, not Logan's. Logan's. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? But it's like anytime we're at home, it's like, here we are. Like, shut the world off. Pull out the, the sous vide. Yeah. Go to the grocery. Cook something healthy. Get something. Yeah. Get something awesome and open a great, nice little bottle of wine. Yeah. I want to second the sous vide too. Yeah. yeah. Come my- on. My husband found it a couple years ago. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, they're fairly new. Yeah. Right. For the masses, mm-hmm. yeah. I imagine. And yeah. we literally use it every single it's, day. Same. Yeah. So do we. Same. So it's it's so good that we actually took it on our tour bus. Okay. So I back up. That's, that's I know. intense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't know what a sous vide is, it is a French, it's, it's a mm-hmm. French for under vacuum. So basically all of these fine dining restaurants that you've been to and had a steak, that's what they're cooking them in before you order it. And then they take your steak out of the bag that is perfect medium rare temperature or whatever you order, and then they sear it on the grill. So you can have this in your home. It's crazy. That really sounded like a commercial. I, I know. As I was talking, I was like, dang, bro. <laughs> yeah, it, so, yeah, it's, it's like it's foolproof. Yeah. And you can you can leave it forever mm-hmm. and it'll be like it we're cooks. keeping your steak warm yeah it tells you ready. what yeah it tells you what temperature to cook chicken to be perfectly juicy you can cook it in there you can be like oops i left mm-hmm. it for three hours and it's still perfect yeah everybody needs one go get one yeah. i think i think chicken breast is the star of the sous vide mm-hmm. yes because i was always afraid of overcooking it undercooking it mm-hmm. so it's perfect every time yeah like it's cooked and it's still juicy it's perfect yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we did it on the bus. We, yeah, we took because it on, you don't need it on a cooktop. Yeah. You just plug it in and you put the pot on the counter. Yeah. Like you could literally do it on paper and it wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like you could do yeah, it on Yeah. The temperature on doesn't plastic. get, yeah. It's not like boiling because that's people yeah. are like, a medium rare, a medium rare steak. Like, no. Yeah. A medium rare steak is 129. Yeah. So it's like, it's you can not, touch the water. Yeah, you can put your hand in it. So we brought it on the bus because we had a long, we had a day, a day drive, which is the worst. Um, but we have a bus. Thank you, God. <laughs> yeah. So we brought a pot and water and yeah, we cook steaks. We cook steak, asparagus and mushrooms on mm-hmm. our tour bus as it was rolling down the road. That's a nice dinner. I know. Yeah. Well, because those drives, my boys. those drives are pretty brutal. And so we're like, let's spoil the boys somehow. And mm-hmm. to be fair, I did cook the mushrooms ahead of time on a stove and then put them in a bag to warm them up. Right. Because, you know, I wanted to sear them and, mm. you know, like yeah. burn them a little. That's my favorite. Yeah. Anyway, we love food, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk about this. This should just be a food and wine specific episode. <laughs> An exclusive. Food and wine as newlyweds. <laughs> um, so five years together. Mm-hmm. What have you learned? You're on the road together. Five years time. married. Yeah. What, what have we changed? learned? Yeah. Like, how has your relationship grown? What advice do you have? I'm a newlywed-ish. Mm. Okay. Tell Congrats. me. Tell me what to do. <laughs> um, we're like, oh, that's daunting. There's a lot of things. Uh, I feel. I feel like I've become more aware of like us instead of just like 
me and her. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I've become more aware that it's like it is the balance of us. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's not like am I okay? Oh, let me like is she okay? It's like how are we doing? I don't know. Does yeah. that does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, I think we're it is interesting how you just kind of meld together and you become more and more like each other and I think I don't think it was even that hard cuz we were best friends it's not like all of a sudden we're like i just don't like being around you Mm -hmm. and thank god it's not like that for us because we're together 99.9 percent of the time right so us specifically we had to be best friends otherwise i would hate going on the road he would hate having me on the road Mm -hmm. like if it was too much because we didn't like being together that'd be a problem yeah but um advice I mean, humility over and over and over. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, being the first to say it and paying attention to little things that have happened. Like what you're saying, us, mm-hmm. we don't let things sit. We don't let attention or if you said something that hurt my feelings, mm-hmm. I don't I don't sit on it. I tell you, right. like, like even today. Yeah. And I was like, that hurt my feelings how you said that. And he was like, I'm so sorry. And then yeah. it's over. Right. And it wasn't that he was trying to be mean mm-hmm. or something. He was multitasking. So yeah. there's that. We we're. Mm-hmm. Big on communication, mm-hmm. really big on communication. Yeah, I I have learned to just and it, it sounds cliche because every guy says it. it's like happy wife, happy life. Woman's always right, you know what I mean? But it's like it's not that she's always right. It's usually that I'm the first one to be an a hole. <laughs> That's not you know what true. I'm saying? Yeah, I'm usually the, I'm usually the one to snap first. I'm like. You know, just like I not get angry and yell yeah. at you. It's just like, it's like, babe, like, just, uh, or whatever, yeah. and like, shut you down or something. You know what I mean? Like, something that's not sweet. Yeah. And so I, I've realized instead of defending myself, I just like, no, like, just, just take apologize. A yeah, yeah, just take a breath. Just say I'm sorry and like move on. It's not you don't have to defend yourself. Yeah, I, when we were talking about this before, how we said on. With the not how we have this like secret language, not mm-hmm. secret because we're telling all of you about it, but it's like it's I don't, called, it's I don't even know where the balance of mushy, mushy, like I maintain. Just had a, oh, no, that's what it was. Maintaining the mushy. Yeah. Like if if he Maintain. says instead of attacking him and being like, you just got frustrated with me when I'm just trying to help you instead Because then it's like pointing a finger at him and then most likely they're going to point a finger. It's like the dance that people mm-hmm. do. And every couple has their dance and we're big advocates for like therapy and go and figure out your stuff and be okay on your own before you're in a relationship. Like all of those things lend themselves to a healthy marriage. But Mm -hmm. I'll say that wasn't like that wasn't mushy. Like that wasn't sweet. Mm -hmm. And and that is more disarming in in a conversation like that than, hey, you did this. It's like, hey, that hurt me. Yeah. Or, hey, um like you want to try and say that a different way right. and and it just disarms the situation so it doesn't yeah. ever escalate it doesn't ever like we've never had a screaming match yeah instead never. of becoming yeah like we it just we deal with the little things before it ever turns into something more mm-hmm. serious mm-hmm. totally well it's just like if you because like mushy is kind of like that's what we call like our mm-hmm. our pet language like our mushy talk Mm -hmm. and so like if you don't feel like you're in a place to talk mushy then like where 
you should all, I think you should always be in that balance of, you know, being able to mushy talk, like always. And like, if you're frustrated, if you're like, you know, if you don't feel that desire, then like check, like what's, why not? You know, like why is it like resentment? Is it like, did I do something wrong? Did you say something like figure that out and like restore, restore the mushy. Restore the mushy. Long live the mushy. <laughs> That's great advice. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, who are you more passionate about, Kaylee or your sous vide? <laughs> <laughs> it's a valid question. It's a toss up, but <laughs> I'm going to go with Kale's. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Hey, thank, thank, you. thank you. Thanks for hanging. XOXO is a podcast produced by The Knot, the nation's leading wedding planning app offering a seamless all-in-one wedding planning experience. From finding inspiration and local vendors to creating your registry and managing all your guest experiences like digital RSVPs and photo sharing. The Knot was founded on the mission of helping every couple plan their wedding, regardless of their style, budget, location, culture, or who they choose to marry. For more than 20 years, The Knot has helped empower 25 million couples and counting to celebrate and plan their perfect celebration. If you're planning a wedding, be sure to download The Knot Wedding Planner app, available for all mobile devices. Now, a word from our listeners. Hi, I'm Annette. And I'm Gio. And we're from Columbus, Ohio. We've been married for about three and a half years. And our marriage advice to couples would be to... Get your finances in order as soon as you can by opening up a joint bank account. Hi, I'm Stacy, and my husband and I just moved to Tacoma, Washington from North Carolina for his new job. He is in the Army, and we have been married for four years. My best marriage advice is to maintain who you are and never stop dating. Thanks for tuning in to XOXO by The Knot. If you have a comment about our show, tips for making your own traditions, or marriage advice you want to share on air, email us at xoxo at thenot.com or leave us a message by calling 917-524-6508 or connect with us on social. I'm over there. Search for our handle at the knot and on the web at thenot.com. We'll be back next week, so be sure to subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Our show is produced by Lauren Nolan with assistance by Emily Berman in New York City at the Hangar Studios. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.